Hi, and thank you for joining us for In All Things, a weekly podcast of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church. I'm Rachel Joseph. Your host for In All Things is Dean Weaver, State Clerk of the EPC. We pray that God uses Dean and his guests to inform and inspire you about the EPC and how God is working in and through our global movement of Evangelical Presbyterian Churches. The motto of our family of congregations is, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, in all things, charity. Now, here's Dean. Thank you very much, Rachel Joseph, as always, and welcome, my friends, to another edition of In All Things, the podcast of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church. We're so grateful for you joining us today, and we don't take that for granted. We really appreciate the time that you spend, whether it's on the Peloton or whether it's walking around the park with your dog with the earbuds in or whether you're just sitting down with a good cup of coffee in the morning. The fact that you choose to spend a, a small portion of your week with us tuning into the conversation that is to the EPC but goes beyond the Evangelical Presbyterian Church. It goes out to the, the broader church, over 44 different countries in the last Two years, over 25,000 downloads, and that's largely because of you and your generous support, liking us on social, spreading the word, and we pray that you'll continue to do that because you're part of the EPC family. Today, it's a special edition of In All Things as we're beginning early our promotions for our 44th General Assembly at Hope Church in Cordova, Tennessee, and we're very grateful to be joined today by the person who is the GA lead for Hope Church, and that is Megan Steele. So Megan, welcome to In All Things. Hi, Dean. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hope Church, I know I can speak on behalf of all of us. We're looking forward to this summer. It's going to be a hot one, but No, on. no, no. We don't want to do the hot one. We, we want 70 degrees I'll, and no humidity and sun the whole week. Can you I'll, work that I'll out I'll talk for to us? God. Yeah, we'll okay. see if we can work something right. out. I know you guys are close, so see what you can do to work that out for us. Awesome. So we're just grateful to be here. And before we jump into the conversation, a little commercial announcement. Our sponsor for this particular podcast is the 44th General Assembly. It also happens to be a Gospel Priority Summit, the second one of those. And as a Gospel Priority Summit, we focus on the four Gospel Priorities of the EPC, which are church planting, church health, global movement, and effective biblical leadership. And when you come to the 44th General Assembly, and Gospel Priority Summit, there will be plenary sessions, main sessions sponsored by each of those Gospel Priorities to help us think deeply about what it means to carry out the Great Commission through church planning, healthy churches, disciples making disciples, and doing that all the way to the ends of the earth. There will be breakout sessions, network and equipping luncheons, and of course, I think the thing that people love perhaps the most about General Assembly is just the kind of reunion of a family fellowship of people being together. And of course, being at Hope Church, we will have great worship, great Southern hospitality, and this year, something really special in store for our ministry leaders who have young families and, and children. So we're gonna dig into that now with Megan. So Megan, as we come into this General Assembly this coming summer, it's the second most exciting thing in your life recently, because last time we would have met you, you were Megan Broadstreet. I was. Right, and yeah. what happened? I got married. Wow. Yeah, That's, praise God. <laughs> praise God. So you were on a worship team, he was on the worship team, you thought, why not form our own worship team? So cute. I might as well. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. uh, we got married January 5th. Yeah. And yeah, it's just been a month of getting to know each other and kind of building new normals. And we have right. a nine year old 
now, and so I'm used to having living with two boys and right, <laughs> everything right. that comes with Well, that. we'll pray for you on that. Thank That's, you. There's a lot of extra prayers needed. I'm Thank sure there's a lot of people much. out there go, wow, she went from being single to having uh, two boys. Two boys. That's right. And one of them, her husband. I'll take them. Yeah. I'll take all the prayers. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. So we've been spending the day together as the office of the General Assembly team travels to Memphis to hang out with the HOPE team as we work collaboratively together on this General Assembly coming up. What would people expect when they come to General Assembly at HOPE Church this summer? What, What kind of things would be in store for them? Well, I think we are definitely known for our hope hospitality. Right. So there will be some great food, delicious desserts, which I know is a, a huge fan. Any barbecue? Definitely some barbecue. Gotta have barbecue. Probably some fried chicken. Yeah. Just be prepared to wear some pants that you can stretch Loosen. out a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've, I've got the ones with the stretchy waistbands. Wear so. them every yeah. night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, and, you know, on top of that, we just want to make sure that this is a space that everyone feels like they're welcome. So intergenerational is a huge focus just for our church as a whole. And I know for the General Assembly, we are going to have some kids and youth activities. Okay. Again, which is great. A lot of people great. excited about that. Uh, uh, Kate and I, the, she's the co-lead for this event as well, went to the General Assembly out in Colorado last summer. And the eruption of applause that happened when we announced we were having kids stuff again was yeah. great. So that, that makes us happy to know that that's something that people are really looking forward to. Yeah. We have a rising group of, of young pastors and ministry yeah. leaders who have young families and it's they're on a budget and it's challenging awesome. for them. And to travel to a great destination place like Memphis, where there's so much to do, if they could package in some stuff where their kids could be involved, it's a huge blessing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just think about how important it is for that family time all together. And I know our staff has tried really hard to make it an affordable option for the EPC families. I know we'll do a lot of stuff here in-house, but we'll have a petting zoo one day for some of the kids. I think maybe a talk of a magician coming in and arts and crafts, games. Isn't there like a water day too? A water day for the youth. Yeah, Yeah, we like uh, slides. Can the adults get in on that? Like if we don't want to go to the... Business sessions, can we go to the petting zoo or the yeah, water slides? Yeah, I actually slides? thought about standing at the back of the sanctuary and doing like a book call, like a call, uh, and people, when you hear that, you can come follow me. I'll sneak you out. Right, right, <laughs> right. I, I might do that. Yeah, well, I look forward to it. So, you know, the Redbirds are here. We're trying to, to schedule it to where some of the youth can go to the Redbirds game. That's a minor league team for the St. Louis Cardinals? Memphis Redbird. Oh, yeah, I guess minor league. Don't ask me sports questions because I really have no idea. <laughs> well, we have a lot of St. Louis Cardinals fans in the EPC, so I think that's their minor league team. That makes sense probably, to so. me. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. But our staff is just here and ready to welcome everybody this summer. We do a really good job of just making sure our people on a Sunday are taken care of, and so everyone can expect that same level of care and treatment for your kiddos when you bring them here this summer. Yeah, that's that's a big deal, and you guys are really doubling down on that. We can't thank you enough yeah, because course. it's hard as a young family in ministry, and you guys are really rolling out the carpet to help welcome them and make it possible. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Something that I know is important to this GA is to incorporate that intergenerational piece into all of the yeah. worship hours as well. And so something new, I think, that was wanting to be tried is to have kindergarten through high school join in on some of those worship hours yeah, with Yeah, we want everyone. them in worship. We want them participating, even leading, right? I yeah, mean, absolutely. Our theme is Second Timothy 2.2. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Paul says to his beloved Timothy in his maybe final letter, he says, you know, the things that you have heard and seen in me in the presence of many witnesses, pass on to others that they may teach others also. There's like, if you count there, there's like four generations 
uh, from Paul on down. And, and we'd love to see the faith passed down from one generation to the next to the next. And so this hopefully will be a general assembly for all the generations. I think it's great because what better way to model that than to have everyone in the same space. Yeah. So we are going to start incorporating this year kids time in the morning worship hours. That's a way at Hope. We do a family worship hour once a month and we have all the kids come down, gather at the front, do a kid's sermon. Um, we thought that'd be a fun way to include some of the kiddos for the General Assembly and then maybe even including people in some of the announcements or readings or prayer, some of our middle schoolers or high schoolers, just so that they feel a part of the bigger picture. Right. So that if you're sitting in the room and you see another middle schooler or high schooler get up there and you know, speak, it, it shows that there's potential for you to be involved as well. Right. And what better way to kind of buy into a mission than to feel included in that. So we're hoping to just make minor tweaks and yeah. see where it goes. Well, that's fun. a great new addition. So thank you for that. Now, we were talking earlier today about, because the General Assembly is a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, right? right? And uh, we'll have worship Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Thursday. So we frame every day in worship, right? Yeah, but we were talking about maybe some things where people, if they wanted to come early, because there is some really cool stuff to do in Memphis, yeah. if people wanted to come early, like say come in on Sunday night or Monday morning, we're thinking about maybe some pre-assembly things that people could do yeah. together. Yeah. Um, one of the things that Kate and I noticed when we went to General Assembly last summer was just how much people loved to just talk and get to know each other again and revisit and rekindle some of those relationships. And we noticed like there's there's time there, but there really isn't a designated space to do that. You're kind of like pulling off and having a meeting here and there. So we went to the drawing board and we were like, what if we just created kind of like a welcome to GA opening night that had nothing to do with the church building or a programming, but was just a space for people to come and actually have that quality time together. So we'll keep releasing details the closer to the event, but we thought about having a group tour of the Civil Rights Museum mm. Monday during the day. That's a super helpful thing to do going into a general assembly when we're going to consider a pastoral letter yeah. of racial lament and hope to frame that by having context and going to the Civil Rights Museum is huge. Yeah, it's such a staple here for our city. Yeah. Um, and it's just worth, even if you've been before, there's always something new that you can learn and see. So we would love to do that together as a group if you're able. And then after that time, there is a brewery that is one of Hope's honestly favorites. It's called Grind City. And we wanna just have a time where you come, your whole family, they've got this gorgeous view, with tons of space outside to play and run and games, just to come have some food, spend some time mixing and mingling. They're uh, live bands so if you like to dance, which I do. Um, that's an option, or if you just want to listen and groove, that's a thing too. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so just having a, a time where... Hanging out. Uh, yeah, hanging out. You can come and go as yeah. you please. There's really no like yeah. pressure. Yeah. And from you know my observation, it seems like a lot of people come in just a little bit early anyways, and I'm not going to lie, like bedtime for me is getting closer and closer to eight o'clock. <laughs> so I know we used to kind of do things at night after the worship hour, but you know, it's a long day and you're kind of spent and you might just want to go to sleep. So we thought if we could come in early, set it up really well, start it with like kind of a high, that would just be really cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. We appreciate you guys looking into that for us. I think that'll be enjoyable if people can come in early. We know that people love the worship. They love the equipping time. Of course, that's what we're uh, here for, you yeah, know. <laughs> right. 
And we've got some important business that we'll have to cover, and we'll talk about that in the days to come. But I think the number one value that people have is they see our General Assembly as a family reunion, really. Because we're not really a denomination as much as we are a family of churches, Mm -hmm. and uh, we just love being together. So creating that space, going into the General Assembly is huge. So thank you very much for thinking about that. You're welcome, and you really see that. I've been to a few General Assemblies, and that's the one thing that I've kind of noticed when I walk away is I— you know, obviously love the worship and the business, but it really, everyone is so warm and it just feels like people are so happy yeah. to be with one another. So yeah. we just wanted to create an intentional space. Great. That's awesome. That. Yeah. So we hope to see, and it's not just millennials or, you know, if you like the word brewery, it's not just for you, like anyone. It's very family friendly, any age you can come Dean if you want to. <laughs> Why did you say any age? And then you mentioned me. I just wanted to make sure that you knew you were included. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like that might be an ageist remark. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to research that. Okay, well, let me know what you find out. All right. All right, very good. Well, we're super excited to be here. We're super excited for Hope's Hospitality, and we know that it's going to be a great experience. And is there any words of encouragement by way of invitation that you— maybe there's someone sitting on the fence, and they're thinking, I'm not sure whether I can afford it or not or make it or not. Anything by way of uh, encouragement of invitation that you can offer before we close? Something that I know about the EPC leadership that I've observed over time as well is I don't think you guys want money to be a barrier. Like you guys are really willing to go the mile to try to make sure that someone can come to this. And so, yeah, if you're on the fence and even if you're, you know, I'm 33 and some of the stuff that we talk about at General Assembly is a little bit over my head, but it's important. And the more you're around it, the more you learn and the more you're around people who can mentor you through that. Like this is just a space where you learn why we exist. You learn our church and you learn the ins and outs of why the church is important to Jesus. And I think that that's worth exploring and worth showing up for. Yeah. There's going to be some important business for us as a church family to deal with this year. And it's going to require us to be on our very best behavior and love one another well as we talk through some difficult subjects. And obviously this year is, even nationally, is is a difficult time to have difficult conversations because the highly charged political environment that we live in anyway. And yeah, sure. we have the chance to come together and be the church and and maybe even model for people how to have good content conversations yeah, that are loving and filled with grace and do it in a way that pleases God. I'm, I'm hoping and trusting and believing that the EPC is able to do that and do that really well. And you guys will do a phenomenal job of hosting us for that. So thank you. You're welcome. And I think, you know, one more thing is I have gotten involved. I don't know if, you know, 10 years ago, I saw myself so close to the EPC, like I didn't even know what the EPC was, Um, but it was from my pastors kind of extending that invitation to, to bring me along. And so now here I am. So pastors out there, like don't underestimate the value that you speaking into some of these Mm. younger people in your churches. Like that matters to us. And that really means a lot to hear. Like we see something in you and we want to bring you alongside of us. Yeah. Um, Every church has someone that's younger, even if it's only two. (laughs) Yeah. But that's a great word, Megan. That really Mm -hmm. is a great word. I hope the pastors who are listening in, the elders who are listening will take that to heart. Last year, we gave out over $10,000 worth of scholarships That's amazing. to help get particularly people in our smaller and more under-resourced churches to be able to come. And this year, we're going to try to raise more money to make that even more possible, especially as it relates to some of these families with yeah. kids programming. So we're really going to try to make that as accessible as we can. And you guys are going to do the best job of welcoming people. That's right. And I think it's super important if those pastors can target someone 
to bring with them to make sure that this faith passes on to the next generation. Yeah, it could change the trajectory for someone. Amen. Amen. That's a great word. All right. Well, thank you, Megan. Appreciate your time today. It was great being with you. Same to you. So my friends, that uh, wraps up uh, a special edition of In All Things, and we're grateful for you to join us. And we hope that you might share this uh, particular edition, particularly with your pastors and elders in your church, if they haven't heard it already, uh, and get the word out. It's not too early. A registration for the 44th General Assembly and Gospel Priority Summit will begin on April the 1st. And the closer you get to General Assembly, the price goes up. And so you want to register early and often. Uh, So try to uh, get on there and register. That helps us. It helps Hope Church as we make all of our preparations to host you for our big family reunion, which is the General Assembly. And so until the next time we gather, my friends, I just want to remind you of that good word that comes from God's word uh, that is from Colossians 1, beginning in verse 15. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, that is our Jesus, by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, my friends, and in him, that is in Jesus, all things hold together, for he is the head of the body, the church. Until the next time when we gather for another conversation, I bid grace and peace to you. Thank you again for joining us. On behalf of the entire team, please join us for our next episode. For more information about the EPC, including a directory of local churches, online resources, and much more, visit our website at www.epc.org. I'm Rachel Joseph. I pray you have an overwhelming sense of God's presence in all things today.